A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Interest in raw milk by U.S. consumers is steadily growing as more people demand less processed food and seek diet-based ways to treat and prevent health problems. More farmers are offering raw milk, and states are creating policies that allow sales of raw milk and raw milk products. Yet, raw milk, which is milk that has not been pasteurized or homogenized, but rather reaches the consumer with little processing, is one of the most controversial farm products. Fans and advocates say it's better for you, tastes better, and is safer now than ever before. But in the U.S., government health, disease, and nutrition experts repeat strong warnings about drinking raw milk. So, is raw milk good or bad for you? Most of the milk and milk products like ice cream, yogurt, and cheese that's sold in the United States is pasteurized. Pasteurization kills bacteria present in raw milk by heating it to a specific temperature for a prescribed period. This process, developed in 1864 by Louis Pasteur to help with the shelf life of wine, helps reduce the threat of many foodborne illnesses, such as tuberculosis, diphtheria, and typhoid fever. 
Some of the harmful bacteria that can be present in milk include E. coli, listeria, and salmonella, all of which can lead to illness, hospitalization, and even death. Public health officials consider pasteurization one of the most significant developments when it comes to preventing these types of diseases and deaths. Pasteurization isn't selective, though. It kills good bacteria along with the bad. That's one of the main arguments in support of raw milk. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and public health officials maintain that most of the nutrition in milk remains intact after pasteurization, and that the benefits of pasteurizing milk outweigh any losses— Raw milk advocates, however, disagree and say that modern pasteurization destroys valuable health benefits and alters the texture and flavor of milk for the worse. We spoke with Sally Fallon, the founding president of the Weston A. Price Foundation, the largest U.S. organization in support of raw milk. She notes that pasteurization was introduced to make milk safe in the late 19th century, when dairy production became more urban, safe practices were inconsistent, and most people didn't have refrigerators. Today's sanitation practices, such as refrigerated tanks and trucks, make milk safer than it was then. Fallon said that raw milk contains factors that help our immune systems, and that the calcium in raw milk is more easily absorbed by our bodies than the calcium in pasteurized milk, making it better for children and older adults. Some research does seem to back her up, showing that pasteurization alters proteins so that human bodies can't digest them as easily— And a 2016 study published in the Journal of Allergy and Clinical Immunology showed that of the 1,134 children who participated, those who drank raw milk were less likely to develop asthma, with the benefits due to greater concentrations of omega-3 fatty acids in raw milk. The same study determined that the children who had raw cow's milk early in life also experienced fewer respiratory infections and fevers. Many proponents of raw milk also say that homogenization ruins the texture of milk, homogenization being a process that's separate from pasteurization, which makes milk fat molecules smaller in order to emulsify the milk so that the cream no longer rises to the top. This allows for a more stable, regular product and for easier production of milk products with different fat contents. In the United States, each individual state regulates raw milk policies. However, on a federal level, the FDA bans the sale of raw milk across state lines— As of April 2016, selling raw milk in stores was legal in 13 states, 17 states permitted raw milk sales only on farms, and in 20 states, all sales of raw milk were illegal. Raw milk advocates like Fallon say that selling unpasteurized milk products is a great way for small, independent farmers to thrive in a time when dairy farms go out of business daily. Fallon, a dairy farmer herself, says it's the dairy industry that has lobbied to maintain policies restricting interstate raw milk sales. Fallon said, If the farmers have a choice, they don't have to sell to dairy processing companies for $1.30 a gallon. If the price of milk reflected pay raises since the 1900s, it would cost $20 a gallon. Allowing dairy farms to sell raw milk at anywhere from $5 to $20 a gallon helps offset their costs, and even at those high prices, Fallon says demand would still be so great that raw milk and raw milk products would remain among the fastest-growing agricultural products in the United States. But back to the risks of consuming raw milk. Food safety laws in the United States exist for a reason. Food poisoning is serious and can lead to hospitalization, disability, and even death. Children, people with weakened immune systems, the elderly, and pregnant women are at increased risk from ingesting unpasteurized milk or milk products. 
The CDC declared in 2015 that no raw milk was safe to drink after finding a relatively small number of outbreaks. A total of 81 outbreaks reported in 26 states between 2007 and 2012. These outbreaks resulted in 979 illnesses and 73 hospitalizations, but no deaths. The CDC's report also stated that outbreaks increased as more states allowed sales of raw milk. But advocates disagree, pointing to a newer 2018 study published in the journal PLOS. It analyzed foodborne outbreaks from unpasteurized milk from 2005 to 2016 and determined outbreaks caused by raw milk had decreased during that time by 74%. If raw dairy products concern you or if you have a compromised immune system, check for the word pasteurized on packages and containers before you buy. Read product information and use buy or sell by dates carefully and consult your retailer if you have any doubts about an item that isn't clearly labeled. Ask questions if you're buying milk or dairy from a farmer's market or co-op. Fallon recommends visiting a dairy yourself to get to know the producers and check out the cleanliness and the animal health. Though usually, the cow itself isn't the problem. It's the contaminants around the cow that make raw milk dangerous. Harmful bacteria from a cow's bedding, soil, manure, feed, or the milking equipment. Cow teats and udders can become infected with bacteria from these other items. So attention to sanitation practices, temperature control, and animal health are key to a good product. By the way, the use-by and sell-by dates on milk and on products in the United States in general were lobbied for by Al Capone after the toppling of his prohibition booze empire. Today's episode was written by Sean Chavis and produced by Tyler Klang. A Brainstuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other health topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.